Hey everybody, welcome to the 5 for 5 podcast. My name is Panchito and as always, I'm joined by Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? Happy to be here, man. So today we have another episode in, what, 75 to 80, right? Definitely. It's going to be a hard one to follow up after last week's episode, but I I think I've got one that's pretty entertaining. Well, I'm sure you're going to be able to earn some of those pointless points and pointless prizes that we give away on this show. I'm really hoping for it. Why is that, Mike? Because the journey through history is priceless. All right. Well, you want to get into it right after this? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, Mike, I'm amped, I am pumped, and I'm waiting. So we're going back to 1978. Nice. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, we're back in Canada again. Uh, the Vancouver province produced this gem of an article. It's titled, Assault on Drivers Started Over Chips. Chips. Yeah. Uh, it's not the longest article in the world, folks, so here we go. Uh, a squabble over potato chips ended Thursday in provincial court when Murray Arthur Moreau, 29, was convicted of assault causing bodily harm. I guess there is almost nothing in life that isn't contentious, Judge William Osler said in finding Moreau guilty of assaulting Douglas Keith Sadler, age 18. But I never dreamed there was so much drama over a bag of potato chips. Sadler, a driver salesman for Krispy brand products, told the court that he had made a delivery of potato chips and other products to a Victoria market and was collecting his money when he noticed Moreau, a self-employed distributor for Old Dutch products, kneeling at his rack located next to Sadler's rack. Sadler said Moreau told him to get his chips off Moreau's rack, and after an argument in which profanities were exchanged, Moreau grabbed Sadler by the neck and punched him. Under cross-examination, Moralt said none of Sadler's products were on his rack. Judge Osler imposed a suspended sentence and six-month probation and ordered Moralt to pay for repair of Sadler's watch, which was damaged in the incident. That's my story. Okay. Chips. All this over, all this beef over chips. A potato chip rumble. Yes. In a store. Okay, so the whole idea here is that we're fighting over retail space. Yeah, we are. We got two guys competing over retail space. Competing chip vendors. Absolutely. So they're from different companies or what? Yeah, it looks like they're from two competing chip companies. So snack distributorship type of thing. Yeah, some real cutthroat stuff apparently. It must be. I've never really understood that business or how people make so much money doing it. The retail space is pretty much all they have to go on, right? I mean, yeah, it's got to be really expensive real estate for these people. I wonder how they get in the first place. Maybe that might have something to do with why there was a fight. Like as far as are you asking like how they get into the store in the first place? Right. So I'm a chip distributor. I'm sure that somebody called XYZ chip company that I work for and they said, hey, we want chips. And then, you know, I get the contract. But when I get to that store, the placement of the product, you think there's a negotiation or something that goes along with that? I think depending on who you represent. Yeah. Right. Like maybe my chip company bought a certain amount of space or something. Or how do you think that works? I think maybe it's done on like maybe leases. So it's a real estate transaction, basically. Yeah. Like a micro real estate transaction. Yeah. There's a primo spot, right? Yeah. You want your chips to be next to the ICs or something like that. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking that how the space was selected or how it was divvied up is something to do with this story. Agreed. Because he just walks up on the other chip guy. Right. Hey, you're in my spot. Yeah, like this is this is where I am, man. It's a turf war. 
Yeah, in this market. It escalates really fast. Absolutely. We're talking that it went from original to salt and vinegar with a quickness. Yeah, to some spicy Takis really quick. But real quick, it goes to blows, though. Yeah, like super quick. It's like he walked up on him and just went for the punch, right? Is that how it happened? Uh, So I guess there was... um. An altercation in which profanities were exchanged first. Okay, so you got to make time for the profanities. Right. right. Then yeah. it escalated to blows. Right. Jeez. I feel bad because if these guys are battling where the chips are, maybe there's a third vendor who's innocently getting caught up in this. You know, he's like, oh, no, my cookies, my chips. You guys yeah. are fighting. He's like, hey, this guy's fighting my neighbor. That's right. The Twinkie guy is like, oh, my gosh, this chip guy that I like, he's getting attacked. That's right. Like, that's my ally. So people are picking sides. Maybe. So it's like Avengers Civil War type of thing. But with treats. Right, right. So does it say anything about how high traffic the store is or anything like that or where it is? Any, it's just a store. No, they just said it's a Victoria Market. Um, so I'm under the assumption it's a supermarket in British Columbia. See, I pictured like maybe like a liquor store or something. Yeah. You think it's a big store. I'm I'm hoping it's a big store because that can bring big drama. So this is a rumble in aisle five. Yeah. Yeah, that would be bigger. Exactly. A that's, lot bigger. That's why I like that. Maybe people are making announcements over the speaker. Exactly. Yeah. Items flying everywhere. You've got chip bags being ripped open. And you'd imagine it's a pretty high traffic aisle. I mean, anytime I'm at the supermarket, that's a busy aisle, man. So if you're trying to come up in the chip aisle and get more noticed, you're up for a fight, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's high, highly contested areas. I'm imagining it like real like Shakespearean. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's funny because I'm thinking of it more as like a, a neighbor, like two neighbors not knowing where the property line starts and begins. Oh, no. See, you're pushing it off to a technicality. I don't think that's what happened here. Remember when we talked about the Florida bus guy that you thought that there was a lot going on because of the way that the story went? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking here. Okay, okay. This is a Shakespearean level scuffle. Break it down. Well, you know, this is the Montagues and Capulets. They're, you know, barbecue and, and uh, sour cream and onions. Okay. Right. Okay. And they're just fighting for this real estate and they've been going back and forth. Maybe there's this center row where like the rack breaks and they're trying to make that the level line. But that's not the pre-established level line. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And it's just been argued by vendor after vendor working for these chip companies. Oh, and it just keeps going. Yes. It's a dirty cycle of just hatred and violence now oh my gosh yeah that that is top escalation for this chip situation like yeah it's like telenovela chips seriously you know wow I, I like your angle to be honest it's way more entertaining than mine i think it lends itself better to the premise of chip guys having a fight it totally does aisle in the grocery store i mean maybe we're even talking generational here i mean this is this is something where you could have for 25 years now these two brands have been competing for Isle Supremacy. That's what it is, Isle Supremacy. I like this fight. It's a game of rack. Yes, it is. You know? It's game of supermarket rack. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh man, and that game has been played in so many stores. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. That's that's really cool to think about. I think seriously, I do think it's a big epic thing like that because, okay, yes, your job is your job and it's important to you. Everybody gets really into what they do, especially if they like what they do, right? But are you willing to go to blows over where you place your bags of chips? For those two men, it was worth it. For those two men, it was intense and it was really like fiery. It really was. It was That's, passionate. Right. That's why I'm like, guys, it's chips. You know, if I was one of the chip executives and I caught wind of what was going on, 
my first thought is how do I package that intensity into a flavor? Yeah. You know, because I would love to sell that. Yeah, it'd be zesty. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. It would be really zesty. I'll tell you what, I'm wondering if maybe then if it's for real Shakespearean. Yeah. If it's like for real Shakespearean, then maybe it goes all the way up to the top. Oh, man. So you're thinking like you've got execs getting going, going head to head, things like that. Right. Maybe they're the chip families. The chip mm. families have been going at it for a long time. Old money. Yeah. Maybe there was like a, a family schism. You know what I mean? Where maybe yeah. they were once one chip company, like one family that made chips. Right. And yeah. now there's been some kind of a ruffle scuffle. Yeah. And they're torn apart. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. And now these little fights happen all over the place. You know, well, at least all over Canada. Yeah. In grocery stores because these people are like essentially like henchmen, really. They're just caught up in a battle that's not even really theirs. Yeah. They're just caught up in this chip hustle. This war. It is an all-out war. I think that's what it is, Mike. Game of chips. Game of chips. Mm-hmm. That's a tasty game. Well, if it is a game of chips, I think it's now halftime in that game. Yeah, I think it's definitely time for us to go grab some chips. Uh, for the second half, I think it would be really fun to get into some modern context. Oh, man. I'm already thinking about things now. Okay, cool. Let's do it right after this. All right. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Okay, everybody, we're back for the second half. Mike, you brought in uh, what seemed to be a tiny little story about a tiny little subject, such as some chips, right? Just simple chips. Just chips. But the truth of the matter is, once we pulled back the curtain, we realized that it was a dramatic story of sorts. Absolutely. It was heavy. Shakespearean. Well, getting into modern context, I mean, what does this look like? These same kinds of things are still happening, right? I'm thinking Coke and Pepsi right off the bat. Yeah, they're the classic example. I mean, that example is technically older even than this chip story, right? Yeah, it is. But it hasn't gone away. No, and it's still going strong. We can talk hardcore modern concept about brands going at it with one another. Absolutely. Nike, Adidas. Uh, Mac PC. Right. And that's not even a brand thing. That's just Mac, not Mac. It is. that. That is uh, an entire almost like a ideology almost. Like it's yeah. just with these IT computer guys, like it's something else. But these battles don't stop. Like it's a, it's a market share thing, right? It's true. Where there's a brand, there's a battle. I mean, most of the time when we talk modern context, we end up sort of like walking through a scenario or walking through something that exactly happened or whatever. But I mean, I think this story's pretty timeless, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you can even take it bigger beyond the, the, the retail box. We love duopolies. Uh-huh. In America. Yeah. We, Circuit City and Best Buy, back right. back when there was a war between yeah. them, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, other other department stores. There was always competing department stores. Target, Kmart. Exactly. Kind of Sears and someone or else. Or Target, Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Target, yeah. Walmart. Yeah. I'll tell you what I like, though, is it opens up like a pocket for that third guy to be the fun guy or the nice guy or whatever to come in and be like, I'm Jack in the Box. Agreed. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually a really, really valuable piece of real estate to be standing on if you're the third guy. Yeah. If you're Pringles. You have to play your cards right. 
Yeah. But if you can, you you could theoretically be bigger than the two guys who are who are battling. Yeah, definitely. Because everybody will always count on those two guys being there. It's the reason we still have like seven up. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I mean, would you consider Dr. Pepper a third guy? There you go. Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Uh-huh. And he's a really popular uh, third guy. And some people do compete, but they do it like a soft competition, right? Like Coles when they came in. Pennies and Sears thing was there like the original fight. Yeah. And then you got Coles and Mervins and guys like that coming in sort of soft selling. Yeah, it's true. For the people that just want to stay out of the fight. And then some way, somehow, though, they'll get pulled into it. Well, what's funny is because you talk about like people that are into Coles, they feel like they're like team Coles, but they didn't start wanting to be on a team. They just didn't want to go to pennies. I, I, you know, to me, Coles always reminds me of the old Mervin's vibe. Oh, yeah, definitely. They got those little like mini, 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 mini carts. Yeah. You can just throw all your shirts in there, you know? Exactly. Yeah. They're basically children's cards. They're a blast to push around, though. You feel like a giant. Even me. Yeah. But that third soft spot, though, I mean, there wasn't one in our original story with this one. No. And and I was wondering if he was there, though. Uh-huh. Sort of watching the war happen on the sidelines. Maybe he was there before. Maybe he just got there after. Oh, yeah. You know? That's why I said there's Pringles, right? Yeah. You know? Pringles has got to show up and restock his his section, too. Uh-huh. And I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm, I love drama. I'll be the first person to say it. So if I was a third guy, I would love to be watching this. Oh, yeah. From any angle, too, right? Because if you're watching it from like a really clever type angle, you're watching it to see what mistakes not to make. Right. And if you're watching it from a somewhat sadistic angle, you're like, okay, who's going down first? Right. Like they've even written stories, classic stories about the third guy sort of inciting the fight. Right. Being able to kind of um, see what he can extract from inciting those two. I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a double agent premise. Oh, definitely. The double agent premise is brilliant to me. Can you imagine, though, the chip guy getting into that angle? Like Pringles doing that to Frito-Lay and, and whoever is not Frito- Frito-Lay and not Frito-Lay. <laughs> It's crazy, but if we take that last story as big as we wanted to, like where I was saying was Shakespearean or something like that, yeah, that's not a character you can necessarily leave out. No, you can't. He's almost a, a major character, I'd say. They hardcore, they become a big part of the story. And definitely, modern-wise, we have a ton of examples of that in business, don't you think? I, I, well, elaborate further. I think the undercut is like a legitimate spot in the market now okay yes yes when you when you articulate it like that yeah there is totally room for the undercut yeah it's become like almost like an expected phase in how we sort of get products out to the market now right yeah because i mean for lack of a better word i think that our advertising and our level and our desire to want to transact and make that sale has reached a certain level of shamelessness and and that's why I think there is that sense of undercutting where we'll just oh, whatever if I have to give away the house I will yeah you know because I want that market share it's yeah. it's just it's the buzzword right now of the 21st century and it seems to be dependent not so much on like competing products like with the chip thing it was a competing sure. products thing like two products essentially the same Coke and Pepsi yeah and then you're picking one or the other based on nuance right right but now it's like. Somebody releases a, let's say in technology, somebody releases an invention. Right. And they're essentially the pinnacle of it until somebody either improves on it or somebody makes a copy that's equally as good, but for cheaper. And now you end up with three prongs of uh, availability, right? You forgot the fourth one. Okay. When the guy gets patent trolled out of business. 
Oh, the original guy? Yeah. Oh. Or even the copy guys, too. Yeah, Somebody exactly. Somebody has to get patent well, trolled. Because yeah. there's a patent troll factor. Yeah. That, that's a real thing now. But definitely, right? Like, we expect that third option to come where yes. it's cheaper. Yeah, it's it's almost like, I'm just going to hold out and wait. Do you want to get the original one that came out? Because it's nice to be the first person to have something. Yeah. Or to be the, like, an early adopter. Right. Right? There, there's, there's currency in that. Right. And then there's the guys that will come and say, well... That's a, a beautiful concept. I love that technology. But such and such a company does one and it's better. Right. They're willing to pay a little bit more for it. That's the second guy. But the third guy, he's like, well, I'm just going to wait. Right. Because those two are great. But the original design is about to get cheap. It's true. There's I, there's a large number of those third people. There's a big whole market now. It is. It's an like, entire market. The Pringles market is not a little side market anymore. No, they're major players. Maybe in the original story, the 1978 chip drama, uh, the Ruffle Scuffle. Yeah. I don't think that Pringles was a huge factor. I really do think it was just straight up like a chip war between the two big majors. But if the same thing had happened in a modern context, whether they're competing for ad space or shelf space pringles is a big factor now oh he is a wild card in this wild card too yeah and he might even he might even be doing some unscrupulous things to try and discredit some of these two guys well he's a lot bigger now right he is he's huge but i'm just saying what he might do is i'm saying in the 21st century companies now will do anything to try and and get your sale uh-huh. and if the twitter sphere has taught us anything is new lows are always willing to be met. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, even if the Pringles guy with all of his success and everything, he might not be above necessarily, oh, I don't know, tampering with uh, the Ruffles bag and be oh. like, see, this is this is what they're doing. Or he, he splashes some fake news. Yeah. Yeah, that's the popular one right now. Right? It's en vogue. That's sort of the go-to. Yeah, definitely. So in the original story, they went to blows. Yes, they did. So what happens now? What's the modern equivalent of, especially considering we have this now third party being so strong? Oh, I think blows are still a thing, but um, cell phone cameras are also another part of it. And it's going to get thrown up on the internet. I mean, you, it might even turn into a meme. Yeah, that's true too, huh? A chip meme. The affected company could be marred with it for quite a while. Yeah. But what else is there though? There's also litigation, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another big blow that gets thrown. Not necessarily a punch like in the past, but it's there's a lot of litigation. And then there's also now um, I, not to go back to the fake news thing, but there is right now smearing and defamation and just being able to tarnish a brand's reputation is very popular right now. That's like when you shake your fist at somebody, you can use litigation in that sort of way, too. Like, oh, you shake yeah. your fist like, oh, litigation is is absolutely it's like one of the first weapons used in, in this war. Well, there's whole companies now making it off of that. Absolutely. Too, right? I mean, you know, you going back to the patent troll, right? I mean, that's that's the patent troll's weapon is litigation. So the take home is that this still does happen. The, the ruffle scuffle, the rumble in aisle five still yeah, happens. Still does. But aisle five is a different stage. Yes, it's a different stage. It does uh, affect the actual supermarket aisle, but now it's everywhere. It's all over. You know what I mean? We sort of expect to turn the corner and see a just a jacked up, just crazy chip aisle, don't we? Right. We expect chaos. Yeah. Well, it ends up uh, benefiting us as a consumer because we get so many options. Absolutely. I think it's a beautiful thing that there are so many different options. Sometimes we miss out on the best product, though. Mm. 
Which is? Well, not necessarily the original one, but the one that's best to your taste. And we don't necessarily buy to our taste. We Sometimes we buy to what the market tells us is good. That is totally true. And we might not get exactly what's right for us. That's true. I mean, I guess that is kind of the... Uh the one one downside of having so much abundance sometimes when you when you look at like so many different choices you know yeah it's part of that data avalanche yeah well hopefully it doesn't like long-term affect our ability to get what's right for us product wise i don't know man i really don't i think uh like the current number of ads that we see on a daily basis is thousands so you think we're literally are headed down that way we're gonna be choosing things based on the best advertised I think that uh, we will if we don't stop and exercise uh, critical thinking about the things that we're exposed to. And critical thinking in terms of qualifying our need. Right, exactly. I think that we can keep our heads straight. But if for those people who have to, oh my gosh, that's cool. Let me look at that. Let me look at that. Let me look at that. Yeah, they're all over the place. They're going to do exactly what you're saying. They're just going to do whatever the market tells them to buy. They're going to buy that thing. Well, hopefully we can all just maintain our retail clarity. I can only hope we do. All right, well... Here's the hoping we'll close out the show with some uh, points, <laughs> of course, on a crazy somber note. Yes, yes. A little heavy, folks. <laughs> but the journey through history. It's priceless. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into points right after this. Nice. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 podcast with Panchito and Mike. Okay, everybody, we are ready to wrap up this episode of the 5 for 5 podcast. I'm excited. Mike, that was a heck of a story, man. Hey, I'm glad it satisfied you, man. I think that you brought in one thing and I heard a different thing. But that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's what made it fun. That's why we do this. Uh, so I have a prize for you, uh, some pointless prizes, but are you ready for it? I hope so. I'm, I'm starving. So I'm hoping maybe it has to do with chips. Yeah, it does. Actually, I'm going to be giving you a special family size pack of chips, a huge bag, one of those giant ones, right? Oh yeah. But these chips are special because they're filled with every major brand of popular chip all in one bag so that uh, you don't have to choose between all the different brands. So you mean I can just reach in and grab a Funyun and a Dorito and uh-huh. a Frito yeah. so I don't have to be responsible for my purchase at all? Right. You don't have to qualify anything. You can literally take this uh, one thing fix all solution and not think about it. Oh, that is fantastic. That's exactly what my life needs. Every time you open the bag of chips it'll and reach in for one, it'll be like pushing the I feel lucky button on Google. Thank Thanks for driving all my wants and needs. (laughs) You are so welcome. All right. Well, Mike, uh, I think we should wrap it up. What do you think? Absolutely. Okay. Well, everybody, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode. We also want to remind you to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's right, folks. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Machito. Peace out.